And good morning and welcome to the VSA Capital 5 Minute Morning Miner. It's January the 26th. Uh, the week is rolling on rapidly. Well, actually, I'm not sure that rapidly, but anyway. Uh, Ollie, morning. We've got you this morning, haven't we? Uh, yep, yep. For probably the next week or so. How are you doing? Yeah, um, pretty good. Um, actually, I thought I'd just comment this morning. Um, tin price has just gone over $30,000. It's slowly clawing its way up, isn't it? Uh, my sort of favourite commodities this year are gold, silver, copper and tin. So nice to see tin going up. And there's still also, I know that uh, Paul Rankin, he's a big graphite fan. There's a lot of chatter about graphite at the moment going on. So certainly a little bit of action coming into commodities again, wouldn't you agree? Uh, yes, yeah, it's been a good start to the year, although um, copper's pulled back a bit with Chinese New Year. But uh, once that's out of the way, we'd expect it to um, to recover again. Um, I think there was an article uh, on tin price in the last couple of days about um, the Chinese hoovering up surplus stocks. So that uh, might explain that. Yeah, obviously the Chinese, they're all still, sorry, they're all still basically on the, the, the Chinese New Year. And so, you know, that's happened straight after the release of COVID. And of course, everyone had COVID, so the factories weren't really back at work. I think as we get into February and the Chinese start to rev up again, that's when you'll start to see Chinese action already coming through. Um, uh, and of course, first two weeks of February, everybody in the mining industry will be down at Mining in Darbra enjoying the sunshine of Cape Town and, of course, networking, but probably with a glass of wine in hand. Anyway, that's next week. Uh, moving swiftly on, what's the news today, Ollie? Uh, there's a couple of small company announcements, but um, uh, there's an update from Anglo-American uh, highlighting that they're making progress on switching to an LNG fleet to cut their carbon emissions, carbon, uh, well, shipping of commodities is obviously a big factor in the industry's carbon footprint. Um, and they think by switching to LNG powered ships, they can cut their footprint by about 35%. Um, so I think that's the first of 10 ships that uh, is now ready. Okay. Uh, does show that the, the top end of the industry is actually taking quite significant moves to cut their carbon footprint. It's not just um, a slide in the presentation that has to be there on ESG. Yeah, look, I think we're seeing that across the board, aren't we? I mean, I think we mentioned um, the other day with, when I was talking with Paul on this podcast, you know, Fortescue are saying that they will make generate, they think, more profit out of uh, renewable energy than actually mining going for in the future, uh, which really does show how it's going forward. So anyway, sorry, I interrupted you there, Ronnie. Carry on. No, no. Um, and then smaller company news. Uh, there's an update from Shanta Gold and one from Bradahead Lithium. So both have had well, almost opposite starts of the year. Um, Shanta Gold, uh, they they were drilling last year on their uh, West Kenya development exploration project, and they've just announced their uh, resource update. So that's 1.7, uh, 1.72 million ounces, um, I think a 91% increase with 1.2 million ounces at the higher confidence level at 10.6 grams a tonne gold, um, most of that's in oxide. So it's pretty uh, attractive 
deposit there, um, sizable and, and high grade. And unsurprisingly, the market likes it this morning. And uh, I guess it's been expected a bit. Um, and it's now trading at the top of its recent trading range um, and looking poised to break out like a lot of the um, other stocks in the in the gold sector. Um, so looking quite good there. Good. And then Brad ahead, um, they have uh, announced some delays on their assays, which I don't think is particularly unusual um, at the moment as assay labs are busy. Most people have had money to drill. Um, and so they're blocked up with with backlogs. But um, that has, I think, led to a, a fall in the share price in the last couple of days. They have also started trading on the TSX. I suspect that's not necessarily a reason for it um, falling. But given that the stock hasn't really moved, despite most of the lithium sector having a good Q4, that looks like a bit of an anomaly. Um, and I'm sure those assays will come out in time anyway. It's maybe just a reminder, Ollie, that mining is not an easy game and takes a long time and you have your ups and downs and that investors sometimes shouldn't get too carried away. <laughs> yeah, there's You've also another one out. So there's another one out, Ollie. Uh, did you see Mikango um, have got their, gosh, it's a long word here, their environmental social health impact assessment uh, approval for the Songway Hill Rare Earth project. So I think the market's got quite excited about that this morning. Hopefully we'll catch up with the Macango boys, Will and Alex, uh, down in Cape Town. Yeah, very good. Uh, good to see they've got that through. Uh, I've missed that one. Uh, they, I mean, what I like about them is they have really persevered on this project. I mean, I think we acted for them probably about 10 years ago, wasn't it, Before you even joined, I think we were working with them. Um, they're good guys and they really persevered. I, I, I do want them to be successful. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, anything else, Ollie, or should we call it a day there? Uh, no, that is it from me, I think. And that's it from me. So we'll speak again tomorrow. Thanks. Cheers.